welcome to 172. This is a podcast where we interview 172 inspiring people of color to commemorate the 172 reported black lives lost to police brutality. Through these interviews, we explore the themes of systemic racism and how it's embedded within our culture and society. But most importantly, how our interviewees overcame these adversities despite all the odds against them. These inspiring and touching stories truly ground the audience in the realities many American minorities encounter every single day. These same stories, though, uplift our audience. They remind the audience that despite all the narratives, all the stereotypes, despite the mechanisms of social norms squeezing them into an unnatural mold, human potential prevails. Their human potential reflects resilience. Their personal triumphs show how we can embody our own identities while accomplishing our aspirations. They truly reveal how anything is possible, even in a world that wants you to remain silent. This is 172. Raven, a photographer and beauty content creator based in Wilmington, Delaware, gives insight on her experience growing a following on Instagram and TikTok. Throughout the episode, Raven and Gabby discuss toxic algorithms, body positivity, and the truth behind brand diversity. While Raven mentions the racial stereotypes she encounters as a growing content creator, her bubbly personality and positivity evidently aid her in maintaining authenticity. Please welcome Raven Eason. This episode is a memory of Breonna Taylor. My sister got me my camera when I graduated college in 2016. And I just started doing, you know, like when people first get their camera, they start taking pictures of everything. So I was doing like travel photography, you know, family photos, baby photos. And then I just slowly got into makeup. I don't even know like where it was. Um, I guess just like being a product of someone who's constantly on social media. You see all the girls in their makeup videos. And I was like, I wanted to try doing stuff like that. So I just started doing makeup one day and then people liked it. (laughs) So then I I did like uh, little tutorials and I just started doing more like beauty shots and my then my sister got me my first palette, like my first like expensive palette because I was just doing drugstore makeup so it was nothing serious. So she got me like a fancy palette one day for Christmas and I was just like, the makeup is fun. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, then it just took off from there. But that's the story behind my um, username, Raven on Rebel. I shoot with the Canon Rebel T5i. So, gotcha. That's, yeah. that's, that's kind of a fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's where that came from. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, have you kind of, how long have you been doing it? Since I've been doing, like, I focus now on beauty photography. I have not been doing that long. I would say beauty photography, I've been doing it for, like, four to five months. Mm-hmm. If that, even that would be, like, a stretch. I've been doing it seriously for the past, like, three months. I've been really trying to, like, hone my craft when it comes to beauty photography because yeah. it is hard. It may look, it is, because when you, and you have the camera so close to your face. Right. I'm not a trained makeup artist at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not even a trained photographer. So everything that I know, I've learned from online. Yeah. So I'm constantly on YouTube. Before I was looking at like, okay, how to take great photos. Now I'm looking at how to take great beauty photos because it's completely different. Like the setup, what kind of lens you use, what lighting you use, all of that. So it's just a lot of trial and error um, and just trying to learn how to do everything. Cause like, I was just having a conversation with my mom. I was like, I'm constantly learning how to do makeup and I'm learning how to 
take photography pictures. Yeah. <laughs> because I do self-portraits. And, you know, I don't have a makeup artist. I don't have a model. And I don't right. know how to be a model. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. A lot. So, like, I am not any of these things. So, yeah, it's a lot of trial and error. Yeah, but, like, the way you come off, at least, on social media, from, like, what I've seen is just, like, she knows what she's doing. Like, for real. Like, you do it really well. Everyone says that you can see me in my room struggling. And that's why I have a series on my TikTok called My Janky Studio, where I take people, like, behind the scenes, because it's just me in my room. Like, mm-hmm. I move my dresser around, and I hang up my backdrop, and I have these curtains which luckily with my camera, I can change the lighting ex- exposure. So you see, uh-huh. I'm very like washed out. And then sometimes I'll use my lamp, which is like horrible. Right. This is horrible lighting. This is the worst lighting to use for photography. Right. <laughs> so, so I like take them behind the scenes and I have like my box of props next to me. And you're on my makeup desk right now. So like I, I show them that. I'm like, listen, I am just a girl in her room with a camera. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm just trying to do the best that I can. That's but I- it. I think that's so humbling though. Like it's really like at home, like you are taking like the most of what you have and making something of it. And, and that's and that's what I tell people. I'm like, you you have to do whatever you have. Cause before my sister brought me my camera, I was just using my phone and I didn't have an iPhone, I had an Android. So <laughs> I was just trying to do the best I can with what I have. Of course now I look back, those photos were awful. Mm-hmm. But at the time, you, know, you were like, this looks like I'm on something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone's gonna love this this is it so yeah it's just use what you have because i mean i just gotten my lens i was using a kit lens for four years and if my sister didn't because i'm also a stickler for money i hate spending money <laughs> if yeah. my sister never got me that camera i would have never bought a camera i was like that, there's so much money and then like my mom and my sister had to basically like bully me into getting a, a new lens they were like girl you need to upgrade no right, you're right. Right. You're right. <laughs> right. But like, that's the thing though. As you become like, you know, I don't know, like better and more mm-hmm. skilled, you understand like, okay, maybe, maybe I do have to step it up a minute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? And especially once I started getting paid for like posting on social media, I was like, okay, uh-huh. now it's time to invest back into my equipment. Cause right. it's like, and also just recently got a new iPad too, cause I'm editing everything on my broken iPhone and I was like okay things need to change <laughs> right right like, you need to start investing back into yourself because girl true, true. like you gotta understand like your own self-worth exactly it's like know? girl it's janky it's really janky but yeah nice so why don't you kind of I guess elaborate on how you got to that position where brands were offering you positions you see what I mean by janky? I just lost the earrings. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, you're good. Okay. So the brand thing, I don't know. It's very weird when it starts happening. I feel like once one brand reaches out to you, then it's like, oh, they're like, oh, well, they're working with her? Okay, well, let's see, she work with us too. Like a lot of brands watch each other on social media. Um, but yeah, it's been a long journey. My first brand collaboration was so random. I had right. like 1,500 followers on Instagram. My page was all over the place. Yeah. And it was with... Um, God, what was it? Oh, this uh, protein powder company. And nice. I was like, protein powder? But you know, when you get your first brand deal, you're so excited. I was like, whoa, y'all can get paid to post on Instagram. Right. So I tried to like spin it 
into a way they will relate to me because I'm a vegetarian. I have been for most of my life. Gotcha. So I was like, if you're also a vegetarian, you can use this, you know, if you get like extra protein in your diet, that's kind of like how I spun it. Cause uh-huh. like, I don't do weight loss exercise. I don't talk about that on my Instagram. So I was like, yeah. how can I make this work? And right. now if someone like, now if a brand approached me like that, I would say no, cause that has nothing to do with what I'm doing on Instagram. Gotcha. But at the time I was just so excited. I was like, oh my God, I can get paid on Instagram. But from right. there, it's just, it's just, I mean, there are tons of marketplaces that I'm a part of. Like, someone's like Oftaly, Aspire, IQ, where I think of it as like Tinder, but for influencers and brands. Gotcha. You can just communicate with like each other, your work, your match, and it'll go from there. Gotcha. Um, so that also helps a lot because once brands start see that you're doing brand quality work, mm-hmm. then they'll just start reaching out and, you know, they'll find you through like certain hashtags that you use or just like if you follow their page and or if you use their products and you tag them in it that's a good way to get on a brand's radar but it's been i mean lately i've been getting them back to back to back which is kind of overwhelming but um that's kind of like where i see myself going not even as like i've been trying to branch off and call myself an influencer more as like a digital creator or content creator like i have something in the works with the brand where i'm just creating stuff for their social media gotcha so you know, it's just, it's just, it's like, a, it's like a machine. Once it starts, it just keeps going. Once the brands start, they just keep going. <laughs> yeah, but I think what's really admirable is that in order to get to where you are today, you had to kind of really become your own leader. Mm-hmm. And that's just like a trait that I've been seeing with a lot of people throughout these interviews is like whatever their inspirations are, they become their own leader to find these unconventional ways to like fulfill their own dreams you know exactly and that's also how oh, i'm sorry i'm gonna cut you off no you're good go ahead <laughs> i don't know it's also how i started like taking my social media more serious because when i went to college i got my degree in communication studies mm-hmm. so basically i had my worthless piece of paper but nice. <laughs> i took a lot of like marketing classes in school so like and i had a i had a lot of pr internships gotcha so i really wanted a job in pr like i went to pace university in new york city so nice. i had tons of pr internships i was around tons of pr people and i just really wanted a job in pr i could not find one so mm-hmm. then i ended up moving back home to raleigh north carolina and i was like, okay i'll get a job in pr there i could not find when nobody wanted to hire me so I'm mm-hmm. like you know what I'm going to take all the skills that I know and run my own social media so there that's kind of like how it came about because I was like none of these brands want to hire me mm-hmm. so I'm gonna make them still have to pay me exactly me, one way or the other so that's also like how it happened gotcha that's I love that. I love everything about that it's so innovative but um what are the pros and cons that you've realized as kind of like developing this influencer persona? It's really, oh, there's so many pros and cons. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many just like with working with brands and then growing a following. It's right. Just, it's a lot that people don't even realize. I'll talk on the brand side first and I'll go into the following. Yeah. With a brand side, it's hard because I mean, let's just keep it real. Brands do not want to pay you. They don't want to give you money, but they want you to work and give your amazing content and spend all those hours editing and all that for free. So it's kind of, and it's it's also like disrespectful in Mm -hmm. in a way. It's like, you feel like you're literally begging to get paid for a job. It's like, imagine that's any other job. You're working at a retail store. You work for eight hours and go to your boss like, I just did eight hours. Can I just get like maybe, I don't know, $50? And they're like, mm, sorry, no, but here's a free t-shirt. Thank you for your eight hours. <laughs> it's like, 
It's like, bro, do you, you don't understand how long it takes me to do anything? Right, for like, real. Hours. On social media, you're just like flicking through click, everything click. and you don't think about it, but no. there's so much like articulating, like all these little <laughs> details that go into it. I know what you're saying, man. Yes, I'm like, and that's just in the post-production, then I gotta edit it. It's like, this takes right. hours. It's like the least you can do is just give me uh, the least. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Something, give me something. Um, so yeah, like it feels like it, 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 that can feel very like degrading. It's like I'm literally just begging for money, <laughs> right? It constantly feels like I'm begging for money. So that's a con. But I've also been able to um, form great relationships with some of my favorite brands. So right. once you find a brand that actually values you, values your story, wants to work with you, they love your content. That's a great feeling. It's just it takes a lot. It's a needle on a haystack. When I started getting more into social media, it was actually when I was in college. And, you know, the whole, it was like, that was when the natural hair journey kind of took off on, it's, um, on YouTube. And when I went to college, I dyed my hair like multiple colors. Like my hair was like every single color you can think of. I had my hair that color. Yeah. And this girl, like a, a lot of girls at, at my school had like popular YouTube channels and popular Instagram. So I was like, okay, I'll start taking pictures of myself and put it on there. Um, but before I put it on Instagram, it was on Tumblr. So I started getting like a little traction on Tumblr. Right. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm like, let me you know, take this a little bit more seriously. And again, just stupid photos with my Android, like nothing serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just hard to go from never talking to a human being on Tumblr all day, on like reading fanfiction all day, to having people like, oh, who is this? You know, right. asking questions, doing this. And I'm like, I'm not anyone to talk to. <laughs> it's just weird to go from like, the for lack of better terms of going from being like a no one to being like someone people want to know like it was very and this this happened recently i was having this conversation with my mom like i had a couple of my videos go viral on tiktok yeah and people started being like oh we have no choice but to stand queen queen you are. i'm like no <laughs> there's so much better material <laughs> i need to help you guys out you guys need better taste <laughs> oh my god <laughs> But then it goes, because it's like, once you're like an influencer of any kind, everyone talks about building a community. And look at all the big influencers. It's like, you have to be sociable. That's how this whole thing works. You know, all influencers are friends with each other. They go to events, all that. Like, I am not a social person at all. (laughs) Right. Not at all. I do not do social interactions. So it's hard, but I also have a bubbly personality. (laughs) Yeah, you really do. (laughs) I love it. It's like y'all. I'm barely holding on. It's, like, it's hard. It's just hard to balance balance both because I try to be transparent. And of course, people message me, comment me. I always respond back, but it's like I don't know how to just be. I don't know. Like it's just hard to to be the person to be like you know the like the influencer girl. You know. Yeah. If I'm saying that correctly. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's kind of like. Yeah. I feel like with social media, it's a lot easier to be vulnerable and like authentic with like your own art and craft rather than in mm-hmm. person with interactions and stuff like that. Yeah. And then when people like comment things like that on what you're saying, they're like, you don't know me in real life though. Like you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I guess, have you struggled then like I guess within the beauty community, establishing yourself because of like this tension. Definitely, because I mean, I, I, 
not, not, not to say that it's clicky, but if you look at even like the smaller accounts, a lot of people, they all follow each other. It's like this group. And once you're in the group, then they'll we show you work to their stories or they're, if they're working with a the brand, they'll mention you as well. So you can also work with that brand. It's very clicky. And my whole life, I don't know how to make friends. So yeah. besides just, you know, commenting on their posts and saying like, oh, you like, you just look so good, da 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 da. It's like, I don't know what else. It's like, okay, can we be friends? Okay. Okay, it's like, right. I just never really figured out like that way to like how to make a friend genuinely. So it's just like, it's hard to, cause like it really is, the whole community is who you know. And not only who you know, it's who you follow and who follows you. Mm-hmm. Because I've gotten like the couple, a couple of brand deals I have that are coming up is cause people mentioned me to the brands. They were like, have you checked out this girl? So then right. the brands reached out to me saying so-and-so you know, follows you, they saw this video and thought that you, that you would be great for this campaign. So it's a lot of who you know and who follows you. So it's just hard to put yourself out there. And I'm just like, listen, <laughs> struggling. Right. So right. yeah, it's very hard. And it's a difficult, like, kind of balancing the marketing side and also like the artistic side of all yes. of it. That's another thing. I'm learning how to grow social media platforms. So I'm constantly researching on YouTube. That's what my whole life is. One big research. Researching makeup, researching photography, and researching marketing tactics to grow on social media. Because I am trying to push myself out of my shell. And there are some people that I have formed close relationships to. It's just like, it's hard for me. Like, I am like yeah. a true introvert. <laughs> I get you. I get you. <laughs> it is like, I'm pushing myself all the time to break out of my shell. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah. But that's no, but that's just like admirable. Like, like I really because I'm the same way. I'm so introverted. But the thing is that I'm a very passionate person. When I learn about things Mm -hmm. and I start investing myself, I completely disregard what everyone else is saying. (laughs) I'm gonna go full throttle in this because I want to, and it's just like I don't care what anyone else is thinking. And I don't know. It's just what has been your experience within like the beauty community because i feel like there's a lot of stigmas around it but also i don't know it's just like a very vibrant place full of art but underneath it all there's some kind of tension there is tension it's hard i am not gonna lie because i would call i would consider myself a newbie Mm -hmm. even though because of because of my TikTok, I mean, I honestly, I credit TikTok for everything. I mean, I know TikTok is very problematic, but they, if you create on TikTok, you can blow up. Like, for real. Like, a lot of people forget that Charlie D'Amelio made one video and the rest of her life changed. The rest of her life. I'm like, that's all that TikTok is. Like, I posted one, I mean, hey, just just to be honest, that makeup video was not that good. It's at over 500,000 views right now. That one video, since then, I've gained over 23,000 followers. It's been like two weeks. Crazy. From one stupid video. Like, it's crazy. Let's talk about TikTok for a minute. Um, <laughs> I love TikTok. Literally, it consumes my life. It's what I do Hours. on breaks, for real. And you don't realize how much time goes by. It goes by so fast. For real. But I feel like TikTok is very, like you said it earlier, it's a very problematic place. Because very even though it brings, like, I don't know, it's just, like, very natural with, like, what the youth feels and just kind of, yeah. like, what everything's going on. Mm-hmm. There's just, like, a lot of problems with, like, I guess, behind the scenes of what TikTok really is. Exactly. I heard how, like, it's basic, like, there's a lot of, like, uh, black shadow banning mm-hmm. and just, like, all this kind of stuff. Have you ever experienced things like that? 
Um, it's so hard to say because I feel like with all social media platforms, their algorithms have been exposed for being very racist or even biased right. against certain people. Like Instagram, there's a whole article that came out about them, um, how they like ban certain people. And when I say on Instagram, my posts never get seen. Like mm-hmm. I have over 8,500 followers and I, I could post at 12 p.m., 6 p.m., 4 p.m., post with hashtags, post without hashtags. My posts are getting seen by maximum 150 people because really? Instagram will show, it'll show you on like it'll say this post was seen by 150 people on your on on the homepage. Like if I don't use hashtags, my posts are not seen on Instagram at all. As opposed to TikTok, I can post one video with no hashtags within 30 minutes, it'll have 700 views. I can post a video with hashtags within an hour, it'd be at 10,000 views. So I'm like, people forget that. Like algorithms are bad. Like these algorithms are set up for you to fail, especially on Instagram. Um, so I don't know why I became popular just getting up on TikTok. I'm like they're all bad, right? Like, TikTok is just new, but Instagram is horrible. Trying to grow on Instagram is literally impossible. Being an influencer, how do you see like the stigmas being broken down for what a beauty standard is? I definitely see a lot of brands now. Um, pandering to people um, because diversity and inclusivity is cool now so they'll have people that don't fit the norm because it's like oh they're working with this girl who has facial hair and she has not shave it or they're working with a plus size girl they're working with like a dark skin plus size girl like it'll just be like because they know they will get media attention for doing something different which I mean even though of course it's like it's trendy now I like that brands are doing it because it's like I'm worth Everyone's tired of seeing the same person. Right. Everyone's tired of seeing I don't want to see Kendall Jenner face. anymore. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see her. Nobody cares. So even though, like, they, okay, even though it's, like, obviously, okay, the brand is standard. Because it's, like, that's, this is what people want to see. But it's just, like, yeah. I'm, like, people are tired of the Kendall Jenners. Yeah. Like, it just give us, there are tons of different people that exist in the world. Why are we seeing the same carbon copy? Exactly. It makes no sense. For real. Like, it makes no sense. So... It, it, so it, it kind of goes with who changed who? Did the brands change the people? Did the people change the brands? True. You know? It's like, what what happened first? Because it's like, listen, that wasn't working. That supermodel thing, gotta go. Mm-hmm. Gotta go. <laughs> and, um, but yeah. At this point, do you think it's more so like, because it's like flat out obvious, these are not genuine remarks. These are not genuine like advertisements that they're like, we want to appreciate diversity because this is what we need. Like, we know, we see through, like, Y'all don't care. They don't care. They care about one thing. (laughs) Exactly. They care about money. Like now, is it more so like taking advantage of that opportunity? Because it's like, well, if it's there, do I jump in on it? Or is this something that I shouldn't support? That's true too. And that's, I see a lot of black creators online talking about this because I just had a brand email me. I don't even know how to even say what this email (laughs) I gotta pull it up. Go I just on. have to pull it up. I'm not gonna say the brand's name or anything. I still have it say, but basically they said it's important to them now more than ever to make genuine connections with their community members. And we would love to see how we can work together to push diversity and inclusivity. Now, when I see an email like that, I'm like, well, what are you asking me? Because if if I'm consulting the brand, that's a, are you hiring me? 
as a freelance uh, brand consultant? Like, like, what are you, are you asking me to do free labor for you? Cause y'all don't want to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Like when I get like this, this is just one of many of brands reaching out to me. Cause they put their little statements. Like we value black people. We value black creators. And I'm like, Oh shit, we don't work with black people or black creators. So we have to find them. So it's like a lot of brands just throwing out emails to black people. Like, please help us for free. Right. Please help us for free. We're not hiring you or giving money, but please help us. When does it feel genuine? When does it not feel genuine? When, like, me, like, we literally have conversations because I'm getting these emails now all the time. I know why. Right. Because, <laughs> right. like, this was not happening a month ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just it's just having a conversation. When is it worth it? When is it genuine? When, when will I profit from it? Whether it be a financial profit or, you know, gaining a larger community. I, I have to profit some way. Right. And that's pretty much how I decide. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. How are you using your platform and growing, like, your community? You see, I was just having a conversation with my mom. It's just hard because I'm Black and gay 24-7. Not only when it's Pride Month, not only when it's trending. Right. This is my life. Exactly. But it's a very hot topic right now on social media. So we try to post anything that's not related to one or the other. People are like, well, what are you doing? Like, there's a whole movement going around. It's like, uh-huh. I've been on a movement for 25 years. I've been on a movement since I was born. Like, what are y'all talking about? Y'all just got here. True. This has been my life. And don't right. get me started on being gay. Right. That's the whole other thing. It's like, this is my life 24-7. So just being me, I'm black. I'm black. I'm black. I'm gay. This right. is my life. But I'm trying to shine light to stories about, you know, like, all the transgender women that have been murdered. Right. And just trying to educate, like, my Black community who don't know the history of the LGBT. Like, I did a video on the history of Pride Month and why it happens every June. Um, and about Stonewall and all that. Like, people who don't know. And then I try to shine light on just, like, Black LGBT stories. Intersectionality is so important to me because people just, like, overlook it. People just think, oh, you're Black before you're anything else. It's like, I'm everything. I'm Black, I'm gay, I'm a woman. It's all at once. Right. At one time. Right. That's what I have. I yeah. am not one. Yeah. It's everything. It's like, it's black, it's like, it's, it's constantly a war with everyone. Within the black community, it's homophobia. Within, or it's uh, violence against black men and black women. Or within the LGBT community, it's like the white LGBT community and the black LGBT community. And then there's like the bisexual erasure. And then it's like, oh, lesbians and gays against transgender. It's just like, bruh, can we exist? Can we exist? Right. <laughs> I just want to exist. That's all I want to do. We're all just trying to get by. That's it. It's like, how about we just let everyone live their lives? Exactly. That is, let let people live. Let people live. There's like a lot of people who are hurting right now and feel lost and just like so unheard. What would you say to those people? My only thing, and this is what I tell people, like anyone who's struggling, like when it comes to like mental health or just like finding a reason to get out of bed, as long as you find that one reason, no matter how dumb it is, even if your one reason is, oh my God, I love drinking a cup of coffee every single morning. Girl, you gotta get out of bed and drink that coffee. Sure. <laughs> it's like, for me, I love drinking my cold brew and I love watching TikToks every morning. Yes. It just gets me out of bed. And then once I'm scrolling through TikTok, I get all these creative ideas. And then I create. You just have to find your thing. And it's not, and then it's like happiness comes in waves. Sadness comes in waves. It's not normal to be happy 24-7. Just like it's not normal to be sad 24-7. You have to just find your, you have to find your medium.